Do you ever get tired of just having to try to keep up with my brilliance? Hey, the cold never bothered me anyway. And he he's had- is 95% beard. Hum, numma, 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 we've got a cajon. There's a lot of wife beaters. <laughs> And they're all wearing wife beater shirts. Rufus Snow Wright. There you go. Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. Are we currently level? You're completely leveled out. Are you level? Uh, no, not really. I'm, I'm not level. I'm, well, I don't mean personally. I just mean oh, volume-wise. Volume-wise, yeah, I'm fine. Your level. Yeah. Um, volume-wise, I'm fine. Personally, I'm not fine at all. Mm. Personally, I'm a little... I'm verklempt. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Do you remember the term verklempt? Do I remember it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm familiar. I'm familiar with it. This is one of those words that I remember, but I don't know where I remember it from. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Speaking of things that you might hear that you remember uh-huh. i don't remember what i was watching this week but they said look at that ditch pig no way <laughs> no way they did ditch pig ditch pig that's some guys that's some classic uh that's a uh a bit we used to do mm. white people racial slurs yeah yeah ditch pig is, ditch one, pig of is one of them so i was very offended at this show <laughs> So much so that I refuse to even remember the name of it. Really? Do you remember the context in which they said ditch pig? Exactly like what I just said. Really? Like, look at that ditch pig. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how else are you going to use the word ditch pig, really? You know, was there a dirty... There there was um, a less than clean white (laughs) woman involved. Oh, God. She was the ditch pig. Yeah. Um, Sexist disclaimer. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, my, my friend of mine just told me this thing that I, I think I remember this term, but I don't know if I did or not. Is this Nebraska Roy? No, it's not. Nebraska Roy is too, (laughs) too sweet. He would never say this. HBIC. Mm -hmm. Do you know what an HBIC is? No. Head bitch in charge. That's not that sexist. Oh, that's a little bit. I feel like that's something that a feminist would say. Maybe. Are they, have they reclaimed bitch? Is that thing? They have. Yeah. They reclaimed the other word. Well, they. I'm sure they've reclaimed whatever they want. Yeah, There's those whole, feminists. They're good at reclaiming. When they set their mind to something, <laughs> doggone it, it's gonna happen. <laughs> and that's actually the motto of the feminist movement. Yeah, doggone it, it's gonna happen. <laughs> we don't know what. Yeah. We don't know when, but it will. Those glass ceilings, they're just a shattering. <laughs> Coming down. That's sort of the motto of every movement in a way. Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You know? Yeah. The I, I think I've probably mentioned this before. I drive by the Church of Scientology every day. Uh-huh. And this is not a bit. This is true. Yeah. I do drive by it every day. Mm-hmm. And um, they have a van and it says, something can be done about it. And the can is underlined mm-hmm. really boldly. And I always think, like, what are they, what, what do yeah. they need to get done? Like... Have you ever um, thought about stopping to get your reading done? There? A lot. A lot. I've thought about it a lot. I've I thought just, about it today. Yeah? Yeah. I'd like to know what they have to say. I would, too. I I feel like... About me in particular? <laughs> just, oh, okay. Just in general. <laughs> I feel like me... Uh, I feel like I'd be the guy... The, the, this is the reason I'd be scared to do it. I'd be scared that I'd be like, yeah, all right. What do we do now? Or 
and this would be an even more terrifying thing if you went in and they just went, yeah, there's nothing we can do for you. <laughs> Not for you. <laughs> You're on your own. Turns yeah. out I'm like the Scientologist devil. Right. Like, I'm like <laughs> their Satan. Yeah. We had to turn one away. I mean, just too far gone. I mean, I do have a bachelor's in psychology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how. But his reading was negative. <laughs> Off the charts negative. <laughs> he broke the meter, the meter on the e-reader. Oh, my gosh. This place I used to work had one of those. Yeah. It wasn't operational. But then again, I don't know how it operates, so perhaps it was. Maybe it was just operating at zero. It could have been. <laughs> could have been. It was this little... <clears throat> little wooden box mm-hmm. and it had a lid that came off entirely so you take the lid off and basically it just had like a big being an audio person it looked like a big vu meter yeah to me you know yeah, i've seen them <clears throat> with with a couple yeah. like things that you grab and that's it i mean well it looks like you know? um one of those things that you see like old timey games from bars yes where it's like yes. you put the quarter in and you grab the handle and it tells you like how good of a lover you are right. or something <laughs> by how hard you can grip right. this post right. yeah <laughs> well you're a you're a pretty good lover yeah yeah right not right, right. red hot but pretty good <laughs> i like the grip strength thing yeah it's kind of like that too where you just you, you you just wrench this thing as hard as you can and that has something to do with you know yeah how you treat your family i don't know it it's, makes perfect sense yeah, yeah. it's kind of like phrenology in that way like yeah that follows yeah absolutely yeah. totally um by the way welcome to sushi jackknife welcome to sushi jackknife you guys hi hey it's good to see you all again what up non-see you all again yeah it's good to uh that's actually my favorite thing about podcasting the no seeing part yeah i don't have to see anyone who listens to this no you don't ever i don't have to see the facial expressions they make when they hear my voice <laughs> right right which i'm sure are just overjoyed well just jubilant every res- facial expression every response we've ever we've ever had has been like a fervent tearful mm-hmm. you know yeah just a it's, it's a come to jesus but it's it's a come to nathan there there are a lot of tears when i meet people Mm -hmm. um just because they're so thankful for what i've i've done in their life what you've done for them personally yeah absolutely i the the personal growth Mm -hmm. that my things have spurred on my my words right um it's just it's phenomenal yeah i'm like dr phil but i actually know something that's right dr phil i'm (laughs) calling you out you don't know anything you're like you and your homespun wisdom homespun you're like dr phil mm-hmm. with a little dash of i don't know someone that has magic like mark anthony mm-hmm. you know a little flavor a little salsa i'm i'm like um like the david copperfield of the podcasting basically world. that's, that's how much magic I yeah bring. yeah yeah I, I could make just giant objects disappear completely yeah with my words and about a hundred person crew yeah yeah. of assistance mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. and i've been here the whole time just sort of nipping at your heels yeah commenting on what you would say I and know. do it's do you ever get tired of just having to try to keep up with my brilliance <laughs> <laughs> honestly yes um, <laughs> just just trying to keep up with <laughs> i am iago to your jafar <laughs> yes well, no that's not a good comparison why no one likes jafar oh i'm uh, everyone likes uh, iago shit I'm Igor to your Frankenstein. Madness. Descending into madness. 
Mm. I don't know. I, if we're going to pick um, Disney, yeah, it, it would be like, and I know this is another evil comparison, but I'll take it. Okay, I'm like Scar. Oh yeah, okay. And you are like the hyenas. All of them. Yeah. I'm a collective. Yeah. I like you're that. like a collective of dopey hyenas. Cool. The worst, worst hyenas that have ever existed. Eh. Out of all the examples so far, I'm kind of okay with this one. <laughs> it's like the hyena. Bo- it's the hyena Borg. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they are one mind. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, each of those hyenas has a little chip in mm-hmm. their head that connects them, kind of like the dogs in Up. Yeah. You know, they can speak. Now that's a good movie. Right Up there. is a good movie. Yes. Um, your child. Yes. Has he has he discovered <clears throat> these movies yet? He hasn't seen Up. I was. I'm glad you brought this up. Um, he has three core films. Okay. It, there was a fourth, but it's fallen by the wayside. What was the fourth? We'll start with the fourth was Despicable Me, but then he got scared of the guy in Despicable Me, the main character, Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. Not Steve Carell, but... Steve Carell yes. is terrifying. <laughs> right. I don't know. Maybe I was the only one who watched The Office and saw it as a horror show. But it was it was pretty terrifying. Psychological nightmare. Um, so he's afraid of Steve Carell. He loves, loves, loves Frozen. Frozen is his god. Um, Everyone he, loves Frozen. I do now, too. It's crazy. It's... <laughs> It's I have crazy. adults at work yeah. who love, and childless adults at yeah. work yeah. who love Frozen. No reason they should have seen this movie. I don't, I haven't seen any of it. Does anyone walk through your office doing these elaborate hand gestures and going, let it go, let it go? I, I did. Uh, <laughs> Everett uh, hates oh, the movie Frozen. Yeah. So from time to time, when he's complaining about something... <laughs> there i have i have two go-to i have two go-to responses for him because he also hates taylor swift okay so the first go-to response is when he's complaining i go well you know what they say the hater's gonna hate 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 <laughs> just shake it off man shake it off does not appreciate that yeah, at all i'm sure I'm um sure. and then of course just singing let it go at him <laughs> He does not care for that ever, either. Ever. Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Pre- you know, I hated that song, but in particular that song before <laughs> I saw the film. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, something about seeing it 35 times in the last few weeks has really turned me around to it. It's brainwashed you. I think a little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the cold never bothered me anyway. There you go. Just saying. <laughs> Uh, I will say structurally that that movie. I mean, Disney's kind of known for this, but three act structure, bro. They got it down. Well, I mean, they down. They've been practicing that for a while. A while. I mean, themes and such. Yeah, you know, little musical things that go in and out. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're, they're Plus, pros. there's a snowman. Do you want to build a snowman? All right, so let's move on to the other two movies. <laughs> Olaf. Olaf is like... I'm sorry, I'm not moving on yet. I'm um, aware. <laughs> yeah. Olaf the snowman is this weird little... I mean, I think he's gay. He seems gay to me. It's fine. It's can, totally fine. Wait, can snowmen be gay? Sure. I mean... Snowmen don't have sexual relations with other snowmen, do they? 
who's who or are snow you? women who are you? what that's the thing i don't think there are any snow women so you know, i think they're all gay i think all snow men are gay in this day and age right shouldn't we really be calling them snow people <laughs> what's with what's with the specific gender i, I mean that's it's a crazy. glass ceiling that those feminists need to snow ceiling yeah snow, thank you ice ceiling no, snow ceiling. They're not yeah, made of ice. You can't make a ceiling out of snow. You can damn well try. Well, it would be easy to break you through. You white straight man. They should just take the three seconds and break through that. It's they should snow. let it go. You just stick your hand up let through it, it go. and you're done. Let it go. All right. I'm picturing... I just have to get this out of my head. What? Since all, all snowmen are gay because there are no snow women. Not true. I'm picturing... Snow like, people. Fine, snow people. Mm-hmm. Um, all male. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> A, a Rufus Wayne Snow Wright concert where he plays a snow piano, talks about his art teacher. What is wrong with you? <laughs> just saying, just free. I'm free associating a little bit here. Rufus Snow White. That doesn't work. Rufus Snow Wright. There you go. There you go. Rufus Snow Wright. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. Oh, anyway, uh, Inside Out. Okay. Loves Inside Out. Uh, we watch, he he was sick this week, so normal TV restrictions went out the window. Because I'm pretty sensitive about how much TV he watches. Not What's into, too much? I mean, he can watch about an, an hour a day. And that's, that's not enough for one of those movies, though. No, that's what I'm saying. We don't always get through one of those movies. I, I cut that off. So I he has no off. resolution to Frozen? L- that he's seen 400 times? Yeah. I think he knows well, how it ends by now. To be fair, though. If he watches TV like every other child I've ever been around, mm-hmm. he's probably only actually seen 15 to 20 minutes of the movie. It's true. It's true. <laughs> no, it's true, because they get this, they want to do the other right. thing. Right. Yeah. He has no idea. Right. I, I'm just sensitive about it. You yeah. know, I don't yeah. want him to be a little, little tube head. Understandable. You know? So, uh, but this week he had strep throat, and so normal TV restrictions went out the window. He really just had a fever and couldn't do anything anyway. We watched Inside Out five times the other day do you understand your emotions better than you used to i can anthropomorphize my emotions there better than i used to <laughs> um i inside out is very good that's yeah, another I, mean, I haven't seen it it's great either. oh really you haven't seen it i have no children i have no reason to watch children's movies. movies i i do i will watch Pixar movies, mm-hmm. but that one I have not gotten. There's to. a cult of Pixar. Well, that's because Pixar is fantastic. They are fantastic. They really are. It's I, not. It's not a competition. When when Pixar has a movie come out, yeah. Unless that movie is Cars two. I haven't seen Cars two. There's a Cars two. Yeah, I I made a fart noise about it. Uh. You might have just heard. Um, it's going to be nominated for an oscar sure best animated feature right and you know why because they're great they are great no i totally agree. up fantastic up is great toy story one two or three amazing finding nemo finding nemo fantastic again bug's life it happened yeah Bugs it was life. okay yeah doesn't even it really... was better than ants Oh, yeah, Ants. Yeah, Ants was not good. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, Inside Out is great. Uh, I would I would recommend watching it. Maybe not a hundred times, but at least one time. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cars. Cars is the other one. He realized. And Cars, to me, out of all those, is the one I like the most, actually. Because of Larry the Cable Guy? 
No. You just... I know that you're a sucker for anything Larry the Cable Guy is in. I mean... No. You, no, you can admit. It. It's fine. I, I'm not, though. I'm not. No, you're... Bill Ingvall is my guy. <laughs> Here's your sign. Here, Here is your sign. Here is your sign. No, that's a... I'm, I'm going to be honest. I've never seen any of Bill Ingvall's stand-up, so I don't even understand what context that catchphrase is used in. It's... I gotta say, like... You know, some people have a catchphrase, yeah. and then there's Bill Ingvall, who just has a catchphrase. That, that's all he has. That's it, man. Yeah. And, and God bless him. More power to him, because he's made an, uh, not an empire, but he's, he's got he a long a, ways. a thiefdom yeah. on Here's Your Sign. I think the sign says stupid. I think that's what the stupid sign reads. Stupid is the sign. Stupid is the sign. And he says, here's your sign. And he, you know yeah. that the sign says stupid on it. Right. Right. If he ever were to give up comedy, mm-hmm. he could go into screen printing <laughs> and just call it "Here's your sign," or he could work for the Department of Transportation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, screen printing! Here's your sign. Here, here's your sign. <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy, I've heard uh, before the, his massive success. Mm-hmm. I've heard that he was actually, you know, legitimately really good comedian. Yeah. Well, I. I don't hate Jeff Foxworthy. I it's really don't. odd that we were, were talking about Jeff Foxworthy because I was speaking about Jeff Foxworthy last weekend. No. Um, which is weird because the number of times I address the fact that Jeff Foxworthy exists, very limited. Sure. Very limited. Lately, it's been slightly more because he's a spokesperson for Golden Corral now. And so there are ads where he he's talking about golden corral which i think is a fantastic job of knowing your audience yes jeff foxworthy fans and golden corral go hand in hand the marketing department on whatever Mm -hmm. in that figured that out phenomenal if you can get nascar thrown in there somehow too (laughs) it's perfect and skull Mm -hmm. (laughs) colton but i was saying the even the bit he's best known for Mm mm-hmm the uh you might be a redneck thing right it's not bad it's not a bad bit it's just that he did it over and over and over now for 30 plus years right and after a while it's not really a surprise or funny anymore it's just like (laughs) okay we know what's about to happen now he he just started talking about if (laughs) right if <laughs> it's on the cadence yeah. too, if you ba, da, ba, da, da, ba. you might be redneck. redneck. Yeah. yeah, it's great. I mean, and I've heard him do it sometimes and have laughed. There was a period where I was listening to, I was watching my son, of course, in the, in the mornings. I'm the early person, so mm-hmm. I get up early. Right, you um, have early duty. I have early duty <clears throat> because my wife is a sleeper in her. Um, anyway. I was listening to Pandora clean comedy, you know, which is a mixed bag if there has ever been one. Yeah. Because um, um, Foxworthy pops up on there, and, and I appreciated him. Mm-hmm. I really did. Seinfeld pops up on there. Okay, that's generally a clean. Gaffigan pops up on there. Yeah. Brian Regan. Regan pops up. Yeah. Regan's great. Yeah. I, I didn't know Brian Regan before yeah, yeah. clean Pandora. Mm-hmm. Then there's... <laughs> Then there's the Christian comics that somehow weeble in there. Yeah. Not necessary. Um, there's 
<laughs> there's the 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 guy who his whole bit is that he's really fat and everything is about being fat like he goes camping they tie the food up in the tree he can't do that because he's got to get the food right bears be damned wow yeah that's that's a strong joke right there it's very strong so there's that <laughs> there's um gosh what's the other variety of clean comedy I mean, there's just the guy who's like, happy wife, happy life. Yeah. I don't remember that guy's name, yeah. but that was his bit. Um, and then on the flip side is all of the comedy I listen to, mm-hmm. which is very not... The last comedian I went and saw live was Michael Ian Black. Nice. And there was a nice extended nine-minute long bit about how Papa John's... Uh, Papa John from Papa John's is mm-hmm. a creeper that will molest you. <laughs> so that's that's the that's, other side of the coin. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you got great. creepy Papa John bits over here, and you got, when I camp, I eat food <laughs> bits on the other side. <laughs> right. I feel bad for that poor bastard. He's got a very annoying voice. Not Michael Ian Black, this, this guy, yeah. his name I can't recall. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, get the frozen out of my head, dude. It's I can't do anything. It's there. I listened to music all day today. Yeah, we recorded four ensembles, three ensembles today. And all of them were singing Let It Go. (laughs) I have had it happen, actually. You know, part of my job is recording these high school, middle school bands, choirs, orchestras, whatever. So I hear a lot of the same shit. So I know it's in the ether Mm -hmm. of like high school choral. Yeah. I know what's out there. You know, if I hear the same, like pseudo South African, hum, numma, 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 hum, numma, clap, hum, numma, 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 we've got a cajon, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah. It's, it all comes up in the same seasons. Right. You know, it's the strangest thing. And the hymns, sure. You expect to hear the same hymns. Right. Because who's writing hymns? It's the same hymns, you know? But, like, certain pieces come to prominence, and then it's like, meh. And then there's always the, the group that has the backing track of the, like, whatever pop song is happening. Wait, so they're just singing over... Oh, it's the worst. A backing... Oh. It's the worst. It's a bad idea, I'm just saying. So it sounds really good, is it what you're sounds... saying. Very natural. We, we can get some pretty good recordings fucking awful oh it's it's balls it's horrid how yep. many people come in and do sticks it's happened at least once okay it happens i'm okay with how much it happens which is almost never right yeah In when i was in band in high school my marching band the theme was sticks yeah which of course the the big climactic song was mr roboto oh that's great um that's great not 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 fun not fun not fun at all walking and playing an instrument isn't fun and doing it (laughs) while it sticks is even worse i just didn't know if anyone else was subjected to this or if it was a unique experience that only i will ever have Uh, i think i think you're alone me and 50 of my closest friends that I will never talk to again. If you, if I put a trumpet in your hands right now, do you mm-hmm. think you could play your part? Oh, I didn't play it while oh, I was walking. Really? You didn't play? Why would I play? I'm busy roll-stepping. I don't like it. Yeah. I, I just I want to get off the field and take off my stupid feathered hat. 
<laughs> we had um we had a Bowie tribute this week, mm-hmm. which was great. It was a compilation of Bowie stuff. That's a good choice. It was. It was. Bowie would be a good marching band choice. Totally. Very melodic. Yeah. But no. Mm-hmm. Sticks. Mm-hmm. I also heard Michael Stipe sing on YouTube. Uh, he was on Fallon recently, and he did um, <clears throat> The Man Who Sold the World. Mm-hmm. Oh, my I saw that, actually. Did you see that? Uh, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just saw yeah. a little snippet. Michael Stipe from R.E.M. Yeah. He has a Big beard. beard now. Big beard. Yeah. And he he's had... has 95% beard now. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, it's like everything else just went away, and there's yeah. just a beard mm-hmm. there singing with a piercing. He's got, yeah. the, he's got the piercing between the, uh, what do you call this part of your nose, between your, the your middle, nostrils? The middle, middle thing. Middle. Middle thing. Yeah. Does it feel like it's called something? No, I'm sure it is. Yeah. The middle thing. He's got the... So it looks like a bull yeah. thing. He's had that for a while. But yeah, he... I thought it was great. It was him and piano. And, oh, I thought it was great. Yeah, but to be fair. Yeah. Has he ever done anything that you don't think is great? No, I love Michael yeah. Stipe. I love he could. He could have walked out there and just squatted down and taken a dump on the stage. Yeah. Bowed and walked off and you'd be like, it was the most brilliant thing. I would ever. say bravo. Michael he, Stipe. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to overstate this, but Michael Stipe poops like a champ. Just way better than everyone. So cylindrical. Yeah. It's uncanny. There's no bumps in it at all. It's just... <laughs> but what I saw was good. Yeah. Did I, you like... Okay. You like yeah, what you saw? Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean now, he doesn't ever really offend me either. No. He just... I, I do not hold him in the same light that you do. He's a hero of mine. And he is a person I know exists. <laughs> uh, you know how much I love the Smiths also, right? Yeah. And Morrissey. I, this oh, is the strangest. Morrissey. I know. This is the strangest thing ever, though. I, I was on a walk in the neighborhood here the other day. And you saw Morrissey? I No, that would have been great. I found a pin of Morrissey lying on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And it's his face, and it says This Charming Man, which is one of the Smith songs. Right. Big Smith songs. And I was like, that's completely insane. I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. Who is listening to the Smiths? It's 2016. Who's listening to the Smiths day in and day out besides me? Oh, people you do it. I guess they do. The Smiths are still very big. I love the Smiths. And I can't say anything bad about the Smiths. No, you shouldn't. Just I don't ever want to be alone in a room with Morrissey. <laughs> I don't know. I watched a um, I watched an interview with him on Larry King. Larry King is doing like a web series now or something someone introduced yeah i saw this someone introduced larry king to the internet yes finally yes and he went what's this thing no uh, oh, i'm gonna do a tv show right so now the 900 year old man has a tv show on the internet <laughs> it's kind of great yeah. right it's kind of great so yeah he I, great interview with um morrissey on the larry king internet show mm-hmm. loved it absolutely loved it yeah just saying but would I would I have come away going, oh Morrissey is a fantastic person, or would I have watched it and gone? Eh. You would have gone eh, because you're you, you know. He just, it's one of those people. Every time I hear him speak anywhere, yeah. I go, <laughs> he he's very confident. That he is right about everything. He okay. is very confident. Okay, I, I can, no. This is my diplomatic way of saying 
cocky. He's very a, confident. You're saying he's a bit of a dick. A bit <laughs> confident. Cock hammer. He's a little bit of a cock hammer. He he's confident <laughs> i'm sticking with it thank you as my friend yeah thank you for being diplomatic mm-hmm. about one of my heroes a turd man oh no a confident oh, turd man. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of my here a lot of my heroes our heroes everyone's heroes are dead lou reed's dead yeah bowie's dead most of the beatles no no wrinkles still alive is he um uh, half of the beatles are dead two-thirds of of the relevant Beatles are dead. Two thirds. How you figure two thirds? Oh, yeah. you don't count the ring. Yeah. Oh, he's not relevant. Oh, he is relevant. I disagree. No. As relevant? Maybe not. But he's he, relevant. He, he. Well, he's relevant in the same way that like the monkeys were relevant. What? No, no <laughs> they weren't relevant. At, oh, I see your point. <laughs> he. He's. Uh. Yeah. He, well, as drummers go, I mean. I'll say this as drummers go. Ringo had really cool ideas. Yeah, you know? no, he did really cool ideas. Um, just not as cool as anything that the other three would. John Paul or George came yeah, up with. Yeah. yeah, I think that's probably fair. Yeah, like uh, in the hierarchy of important members of the Beatles, right? Ringo is so low; he's like ninth. <laughs> The other members are on the list multiple times before they get to Ringo. <laughs> like, George is both the treasurer and the secretary. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ringo's like sanitation. Right. What you're saying? Okay. They let, they let Ringo take out the trash at the end of the meeting. <laughs> for the meetings. Yeah. He gets the coffee for the mm-hmm, meetings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised. Maybe this does exist. I wonder if it does. Do you think there's a Beatles-based religion at this point? I... I would imagine there has so. to be right. Maybe not officially, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I'm sure there's a cult. I mean, you did have the whole Manson family that's, and the Helter Skelter thing. That's a good point. It, it, not Beatles based, but strong Beatles influence, right? And ties towards yes, yeah, yeah that's true. I mean, they did expect a race war because of the Beatles for some reason. Really? Yeah, that's what Helter Skelter... Yeah. That's what it was all about? He thought it was about an oncoming race war. No way. Um, Fun fact, though. Okay. uh, Charles Manson was insane. Right. Yeah. Well, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Elvis has sort of a religious, pseudo-religious following. Yes. You know. Well, I have compared people going to Graceland to Mecca. Yes, you have. That's true. Yeah. No one prays towards Graceland as far as I know, but I wouldn't be surprised. Not officially, mm-hmm. but I bet you you could find a handful of people that know what direction to look. If to, to, to look find towards Graceland. Graceland. Yeah. From here, it would be west, generally. Okay. Memphis is west yeah, of Yeah, that would here. be correct. Yeah. Should um, we do that right now? Should we pray west? Is that west? Fuck, I don't know. Okay, sure. see, we uh, we yeah. aren't part of the religion. Clearly. Yeah, I guess We not. don't know. We're not a velveteer? Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, man. Velvet Elvis. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> There's a pretty little thing waiting for the king down in the jungle room. I don't know what any of this is. Do you know the song Walking in Memphis? No. Mark Cohen? You don't know this song? No. Holy shit. You need to know this song. This is a great song. 90s. This guy, Mark Cohen, has the perfect beard and the perfect near mullet of any piano player in the 1990s. He has this one huge song, Walking in Memphis. 
I thought it was Bruce Hornsby for years. I got it wrong. It, it's a fair comparison, right? He's a piano playing guy with like a he's a white dude with like a sort of soulful voice, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of a kind of a Michael McDonald. There you go. Type, okay, you know, um, yeah, Mark Cohen walking in Memphis. Yeah, great song. Yeah, but do I really feel the way? Uh, what is it? There's a bit he's playing the piano at this old place and uh, Muriel is playing piano and there's i can't remember what muriel that refers to every character in it is a is a memphis person right mm-hmm. and then she says son are you a christian child and he says ma'am i am tonight walking in memphis anyway you, you need to listen to the song well you've really <laughs> you've really sold it i mean me. it's a cheese dog of a song in, uh, in some ways it sounds like Pre- in many ways well but if you love memphis as much as i do i d- i have driven through memphis four times okay and you survived so that good. doesn't mean i love memphis it just means that <laughs> have you ever the, stopped yeah you got now smell the smell of the mississippi i ate some ribs there one time did you yeah. well you're from kansas city i mean the I'm ribs sure were good you liked it yeah okay all right Memphis has good barbecue cool 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 just not brisket well who does kansas city. besides kansas city texas sure. well yeah the midwest i don't know if i don't know if most southern people besides texans know what to do with a brisket i don't uh i i had brisket from jack's here in town this last week yeah, yeah. how was it they didn't know what to do with it. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, like it wasn't bad, but like they chopped it up like it was pulled pork. Oh really? They shredded yeah, you it. Slice, you slice brisket. Yeah, that's I know slice that. Slice it. I even know that. It was, it was all like minced up. Yeah, weird. they do that with chickens too sometimes. Yeah, it was weird. The thing I don't like about that sometimes you run across a little chicken vein, rips <laughs> me out. Yeah, man, been yeah, there. Chicken vein. Don't know what you're talking about. Really? You never seen chicken veins? Chicken veins? No. Okay. No. Well, we've gone clearly off topic. <laughs> Where? What was the topic? <laughs> Did we have a topic? No, but it wasn't chicken veins. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> there's a good. There's a good chance that my brain is just being influenced tonight by some sort of cosmic rays or something. I'm on another planet. Well, what? What planet would you say you're on? Zorthoid. Zorthoid. Are you familiar? No. It's west of the Zebulon Nebula. You're pointing again this direction for west. Left. Yeah. West well, is generally. Right. You're right. My left. Right. My left is generally west. Uh huh. That's how I'm cosmically oriented. I think that's north. No, it's, it's, um, well, okay, it's north in terms of, uh, direction, earthen (laughs) cardinal direction. Right, right. In terms of, of cosmic direction, it's, it's west. It's space west. There's earth west and space west. You following me? I'm still just trying to figure out which direction is actually west. Well, that's space west. I'm playing a game in my head where I, (laughs) I think about where the nearest highways are at. And go. No, no, no. You're thinking all wrong. You got to think about the nebulas. Where are the nebulas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to carry a compass with me. No. No, you don't need to do that. Like one of those, you, you open it up and look at the needle compasses, you know? No. Um, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I need one of those. What is Because that? one of these days I'm going to get lost and not know where to go. Just remember that Space West is always left. See, I feel like that's really bad navigation advice but at the same time 
Google Maps always tries to take me on the highway wherever I go. Right. They, even if it's right down the street. So I, I don't know how to get anywhere anymore. Yeah, they, they, they've got, their crystals aren't calibrated right mm-hmm. in Google, so it's a problem. Yeah. It's a problem for everyone. Yeah. 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 Space West sounds like a pretty damn good cartoon with, like, cowboys in space. Just saying. Uh, not a good one. Not a good one, just an, a one that exists. It also sounds like the name of an 80s <clears throat> album. Yeah. Space West. Yeah. Yeah. Not I can't think of a specific band that would be performing mm. this album but it could apply to pretty much anyone. It could be a police record. Yeah. They do just about anything. Yeah. Oh the police. Don't get you started. Oh the police. I I don't, I, have, I I just don't get I don't get it. With the police. You don't get why people like them? Or? Love them. Love them, okay. I get why people like them. Yeah. I don't get... I, I, I saw them on their reunion tour. I've mentioned this before. You did? No, I don't, I don't remember this. Yeah. You did? I, my friend worked at a radio station. Okay. Had free tickets. Yeah. I went because Elvis Costello was the opener. Ooh. Which, fun fact, Elvis Costello opening in an arena, not a good choice. Yeah, not arena style music no. doesn't work. I could see that. Yeah, yeah, it was just very awkward. No one was listening. Anyway, no one was I w- listening. To I Elvis was like Costello? the only one listening to Elvis Costello. Wow! But it was the arena was sold out for the sure. police. Yeah, sure. Eh. Eh. Do they play "Walking on Walking on the Moon"? I don't remember. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, any of their hits they played. Yeah. That's it. I like the police. I, I mean, I, I... But do you love the police? I don't love the police. I, I could love the police if they hadn't been kind of stuck up their own asses all those years. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I I like the songs I've heard. Yeah. Don't love any of the songs I've heard. I own a police record. Yeah. Which one? Uh, I think I have Synchronicity. Good choice. I would have been comfortable with any choice, but yeah. Well, how many did they have? Four, maybe? Three or four? Three or four, something like that. There's Um, Zendata Mondata. Yeah. I know I don't have that one. Material World? Is Uh, that one? Or is is that Synchronicity? I don't know. I don't know. There are spirits. I I just don't understand how they are big enough that a 30,000... Maybe not thirty thousand. It's probably twenty thousand seat arena was yeah. sold out. For oh, them. I, I I get it. I mean, a lot of it. Some of those people were there just to see if the fight would break out on stage. Well, and I hoped it, it didn't. It didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. Also, um, nothing makes me sadder than seeing a a person who is a successful musician in his own right. Um, playing guitar in a skeleton T-shirt, <laughs> like he's you know a twenty-year-old, but he's really you know sixty-something. Tell me, Andy Summers. Yeah, yeah. He he bumped me out pretty hard. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> was he just look? He looked like he was trying to reclaim his yeah, youth the whole time. Uh, oh no! <laughs> Poor and guy. And that went away a long time ago. Yeah, his at youth. that point it had. Yeah, and now it's 
way gone because that was years ago now. I feel like they were in their 30s when they got big because Sting had been a kindergarten teacher, if I'm Mm -hmm. not mistaken. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, maybe maybe late 20s. I don't know. But yeah, they they had careers and stuff. Yeah. Um, Of course, I love Stuart Copeland's drumming. Yeah. But real jerk, apparently. Wow. If you listen to some people. <clears throat> Summers seems like the most amenable person in that band. Probably. You know? That's probably correct. Yeah. <clears throat> the rare guitar player who just plays guitar yeah. in a three-person band, and, you know? And uh, is content doing so. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I've got my delays. Yeah. They're all set up. When we hit the chord, he goes, pop, 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 pop. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Now, where's my skeleton t-shirt? Where is it? It glowed in the dark. If uh, I it was given correctly. to me by Mick Jones. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, this blew my mind this week. Uh, Johnny. Yeah. Get ready for another impressive Johnny story. Do Have we given enough background? To know. That's a good point. Johnny is a friend of mine who I work with. And the single most impressive. Human being. Um, If the dose a keys man... Yes. Was 50 years younger. And 30 pounds lighter. He is Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. He is the most interesting man in the world. He is. He's both, he is half French and half Italian. The best of Europe. Mm -hmm. He tastes amazing. If you were to taste him. I'll take your word for it. He would taste like garlic and butter. That that seems right. Garlic butter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the essence of French, the essence of Italian. Mm-hmm. So he's so he has this beautiful skin and uh this this nice hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um dark eyes. He can repair anything. Yeah. He drives an old BMW. Great. Right. He uh plays multiple instruments. Yeah. Has a myriad collection of them. So he has guitars from an upsettingly large yeah. collection of them. Very upsetting to you, in fact. Yeah. I've moved past it. Well, like, that's because you're used to it. Yeah. It's yeah. just every time I see a guitar that is owned by him, it's another like, oh, and this is a nineteen twenty Gibson and there were only three made ever. Not an exaggeration, really. So, he bye. Does, yeah. He's got a Gibson from the 20s. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe it's the 30s. Either way, he's got a Gibson from the 40s. Um, a lot of Gibsons, actually. Yeah. He's got lots of nice fenders, lots of different stuff. He's a collector. I have an Epiphone from 2007. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. I, I have like a 2000 uh, Stratocaster mm. from Mexico. So, not to brag... <laughs> But my collection's pretty impressive as well. <clears throat> right. So this is Johnny. Okay. Johnny has a girlfriend. Johnny's girlfriend's folks I meet mm-hmm. because they, they want to see where we work, etc. Showing them around. Turns out, girlfriend's dad, he's English. Mother is America. Mm-hmm. American. America. American. Dad roadied for the clash. Of course he did. No, no, no. But wait. At, at one point. Not for very long, but he did. He uh-huh. roadied for the Clash. Right. Huge for me. Huge Clash fan. Right. R.E.M., The Smiths, The Clash, The Pixies. These are my bands. He roadied for the Clash. He knew about their personalities. Right. Joe Strummer? No surprises. He was a little on edge. Really? Well, yeah. He was a little <laughs> nervous. 
little on it. Maybe not nervous is the right word. He was a little, he was, I'm sure he was in his own head. Right. Quite a bit. I'm going to go ahead and say that this is the least surprising thing I've heard all day. <laughs> uh, Topper Head and the Drummer. Mm-hmm. No one needs to guess there. The man got kicked out of the band for doing lots of heroin. Yeah. Uh, uh, Paul Simon, bass player. Cool. Mick Jones was the best right. of them. The guitar player. The best. Who went on to form Big Audio Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Bands like that. Which I also like. Yeah, no no real surprises. Right. But just, just to be a step closer to The Clash. Ugh. Right. Amazing. Maybe the greatest band ever, besides The Beatles, of course. Right. In my book. I... I kind of expected it to even be bigger than that. There's not a big story. Just he. No, knew. I I was like half expecting it to be, and so I met, I met Johnny's girlfriend's parents. Oh right. Anyway, <laughs> what happened was the guy gave Johnny a treasure map. <laughs> and it was only half complete, but he had to go find the <laughs> other half. So. Anyway, he's breaking into the United Nations later. Right. So yeah, yeah, no big deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it, it, it would not even be that surprising if this was no. a thing I was told. He's so impressive, and he could do the, all of that while smoking European cigarettes, of course. You know, and looking very, very stylish and very fit. That's true. That's it's all there. It sounds like you, you have. A, like a man crush on, no, on Johnny Lowe. It sounds like that, but I don't. It sounds like it. It though. sounds like it, but I don't. I did drink a lot one time at a at a work Christmas party. Mm-hmm. And then and you cuddled? No, I, no cuddling, because oh. it wouldn't be consensual. It's one-sided. Um, but I did remark that he was pretty. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. That's, that's out there. And now I have a co-worker who won't let me live it down. She's like, next when you guys get a chance... I want to take you down to Church Street. Church Street, for those who don't know, is where all the gay bars are in Nashville. <laughs> so it's kind of ironic, depending on how you look at it. Right. Yeah. And you know what? Johnny would go and be completely at ease in the situation. He probably would. Yeah. Yes. He wouldn't be, even phase it. And I'd be panicked. I'd be yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. Because nothing panics. And a lot of people there would be interested, mm-hmm. I think. Um, <laughs> that's great. I just that's funny um there's a race in the background it's starting to distract yeah. me a little bit you hear what? that when i was driving down your street to get here today right i was just shocked by the number of cars that were driving like 20 miles an hour right which is insanely slow around here and then it's like as soon as i parked and got out it was like Fast and the Furious started happening around your house. It's, it's true. It's all true. All of a sudden, everyone's driving 130. And it it sounds like it now. It's just... Yeah. I You know, I hate to represent the South in this way, but I do live within walking distance of a racetrack. Yeah. That racetrack's really fun to drive by on race day, though. Why? Have you never driven by on race day and no. seen the crowd? Oh, it's huge, right? Well, it's I. I'm not remarking on the size as much as the grouping oh. of people who arrive there. You're saying it's a real diversity fest. There's a lot of wife beaters, <laughs> and they're all wearing wife beater shirts. <laughs> 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 
um <laughs> that yeah it's a, a a lot of lot of tattoos Um, american tattoos american themed tattoos that's good specifically i'm into that uh positivity er in our time a lot lot of canned beer Mm -hmm. just a lot of canned beer a lot of blue cans light blue cans yeah yeah um yeah it's a it's not a group of people i would hang out with you're saying it's not a there's no book clubs well i mean there might be but they're just reading uh, Dale Earnhardt biography. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> That's it. We should bring that up to the girls for their next book club. Assignment. Dale Earnhardt biography. Dale Earnhardt biography. Go ahead, go ahead and order three copies. Let's uh, jump on that Amazon. I got to find the best one here. Okay. Do you think the best Dale Earnhardt biography? Yeah. Wait, is there an autobiography? Because that... No, he couldn't write. Oh! Um... <laughs> So I, there, there's a band, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. I think they dropped the Dale Earnhardt part. I think they're now just called Junior Jr. or something. I wonder if they got sued. I wonder if they did too, or if they just wussed out. I want to know. Let's see. What happened? That was a good name. It was clever. It was clever. Um, it It is, but... I could see them getting sued very I, easily. Yeah, as, as could I. I mean... It is what it is at this point. Let's see. At the altar of speed. What? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, At the altar of speed, the fast life and tragic death of Dale Earnhardt. Oh, my God. Uh, The altar of speed? Yeah, it's, it's written by the person who wrote... Of course, you, you'll be familiar with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Manute, the center of two worlds, about former NBA center Manute Bull, and Jim Calhoun, Dare to Dream. So that's like the, if we got those three books together, that's a good idea? Yeah, well, definitely. Okay. Uh, let's see. Here's a, here's a review here. Four out of five. As a racing fan and having worked with Dale... It was really interesting to read this rags-to-riches story. Unfortunately, the book was written due to the tragic death of one of the greatest racers ever. Mm. So there you go. There you go. It, it sounds great. It's all great. We will suggest that for a book club. For the wives' book club. Mm-hmm. Then they can talk about how we suggested that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they... You know, it doesn't matter what book is... No, I, I think the book gets... This is, honorable mention. This is how I figure it goes. Um, and I mean, I know from my wife what she says about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk about the book on the way to wherever they're going. Oh. And then proceed to spend the rest of the time complaining about us. I'm fine with that. I mean, we need to be complained about at some level. Least, I mean, as long as they're complaining to other people. Attention is attention. If I don't have to hear the complaining or address... <laughs> Truth address right. any of the issues like if the issues are just you know told to someone else and then i get to ignore them yeah we're good i'll also say what seems to happen is they reach a consensus that they all generally have the same problems yeah and so that kind of takes the pressure off of you and i yeah it's more of a 
it's more of a general couples problem, right? Right. Excuse me. Than it is a you or a me problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like that's just the way things go. So they might as well read about Dale Earnhardt. They might because as well. the conversation mm-hmm. will be the following. Hey, did you read the book? Yeah, yeah. What'd you think of the book? I mean, it was okay. So anyway, Justin did this thing the other day. <laughs> and it was amazing. I hope he does it again. He pooped in the floor and said he was being Michael Stipe, and it made no sense. <laughs> and then he went to play the piano. But he ended up just playing two notes right next yeah. to each other and screaming <laughs> for hours. <laughs> yeah. That, honestly, the second part of that yeah. could happen. Yeah. That yeah. wouldn't surprise. If me. I got stuck on two notes mm-hmm. for long enough, I could. Which which two notes? Like C and D, and they're right next to each other. Well, that's really awful. This is the worst thing that's ever happened on this show. I hate every second of what I'm doing. That was by Yoko Ono. Yeah. It was just my interpretation. I, I mean, it's a pretty accurate interpretation. <laughs> you can find the tabs for that online. <laughs> it's it's pretty spot on to every single thing she's ever written. So. It's, you know, it's one of those things. I, I don't want to ever offend John Lennon. Well, he's he's dead. You can't offend him. I don't want to offend his soul spirit mm-hmm. etherness. Yeah. I mean, he's dead, though, so you can say whatever you want about that. He's dust in the ground? Is he dust in the wind? He uh, has decomposed at this point for sure. 1980 he was killed? Yeah. That was 34 years ago? Yeah. Well, that's not right. It's 30-something years ago? Well, it's it's 2016. I'm 31. Yeah. I was born in 84. I really think you're thinking way too hard about okay. this. Okay. <laughs> He's dust. At 36. 36. Years. Really? 1980 to... 2016 36 years would not be 34 years for sure how does that work out then how am i 31 i'm sorry i'm very confused right now when when is your birthday (laughs) october 27 1984 okay have we crossed over your birthday yet no so at that point yes you will be how old 32 okay and it will be It'll be 2017. No, it'll still be 2016. Yes. So then, oh, add four years to I'm, that. I'm there. No, okay. I'm there. Okay. No, I'm there. Yeah. We'll, we'll work on uh, subtraction later. Okay, great. Um, nice. Yeah, I have my flashcards. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I see you have... I've pulled the, uh, the manuscript. Yeah. Uh, for those who may have not heard the last few episodes, we have been recounting the near-death experience of one Ricky Randolph, a former Georgia Department of Corrections correctional officer. Still redundant. Ricky Randolph. Don't know why they haven't changed that. I'm Ricky Randolph. That's how he sounds. I ask you to do your best country bumpkin voice, and you won't do it, and then you do that? That's how I imagine Ricky Randolph in real life speaks. That's not... I'm just saying... That's not the Ricky Randolph I'm portraying. Okay. Okay. But real Ricky Randolph. Oh, I'm Ricky Randolph! Can I give you one note on that? I'm going to Waffle House! 
to have a near-death experience. Yeah. Can I give you one note on that? You can, but I'm going to ignore it. Well, that's fine. I just need to say it. You're not it's, my director. I understand. I'm just I'm going to give you the note anyway. Okay, go ahead. Okay. It's a little too optimistic for me. No, he's a very excited person. I don't know about that. He died and then came back oh, no, no, I'm sorry. to I'm, life. I'm sorry. I'm talking about pre-experience. Oh, no. This is current day Ricky Randolph. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're... you're that's no, not back then it was just, I'm Ricky Randolph. Hmm. See, that's more... Ho-hum. You nailed it. Yeah. You nailed but, it. But now, he's come back, so it's, I'm Ricky Randolph! Are we not doing the prequel here? We're doing the... No, this is current day Ricky Randolph. But there's... We, so we've passed the I'm story. going to get a biscuit! He's not getting a biscuit. I'm eating biscuits all day! You can't get a biscuit at the fucking Waffle House, Nathan. Well, no, he's skipping Waffle House. He's going to the biscuit store. Biscuits for days! This is really falling apart for me. Why don't you just read this shit? No. Okay, just read this. Read this. This is part four. Mm -hmm. Part four. Asshole. (coughs) (coughs) All right. Part four. The miracle that happened. I think we read some of this already. Did I? Yeah. How far did I go? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I haven't. You read some of this. No, take a hike. Oh no, yeah, you're right. Part two is the long part. Uh, we'll we'll recap. By the way, recap, please. Uh, when we last spoke to Ricky, uh, he had entered the atmosphere of the Earth again. Yes. After being in heaven, something. There's a big door. Uh, heaven. Heavenish. And he um. Was choking on his own blood. Right. Oh, yes. Right. As does happen. Real cliffhanger. Part four. The miracle that happened. Shh. I managed to roll onto my stomach. The pain was all I could bear. I looked at the sky and saw the sun was lower than I remembered. Not my first thought in that scenario. Moving yeah, along. No. I looked at my watch. It was 530. My only thoughts were how I could get help. I noticed my rifle was not far from me, still attached to the rope I had tied around my waist. He didn't explain that before. No. Why did he have a rifle tied to him? Slash a rope around his waist. What's happening here? There's a big gap in this. Okay, so... Narrative. He fell. Yep. Choked on his own blood. Mm Mm-hmm. His gun is still tied to his waist. Like it was when he left his house that so day. So this bastard tied a rope to himself, and including the gun in it, and then fell off That's a cliff? That's what it sounds like. Then he fell off the cliff? Yeah. Did Here's a question I have. Yeah. If you fall off a cliff and die right. with a rifle tied to your waist, mm-hmm. when you go to heaven, is that, was it heaven? It was heavenish. It was heavenish. Heavenish. Does the rifle go with you, or does it stay on earth? I think anything that is... Right against your body mm-hmm. goes with you. So if it hadn't been tied, right, it might have fallen out of his hand. He it, gets no gun, right. But now there's an armed maniac walking around heaven, heavenish, heavenish. Yeah, wherever he was. Yeah. At. I mean, that's. I think that's what the narrative is telling us. All right. Yeah. Uh, I noticed my rifle was not far from me, still attached to the rope I had tied around my waist. I began pulling it toward me. I managed to grab hold of the barrel and pulled it up to me. I fired a shot about every ten minutes, hoping someone would come. 
It was getting late, and I knew I would not make it much longer. So I began crawling on my stomach, pulling myself with the stock of my rifle. It is a good thing he tied that to his waist. He's used it a lot. I managed to crawl up a trail that ran down to the river. As I crawled and crawled, the pain was so great, I passed out many times. Wait a minute, wait a minute. He's crawling because his legs don't work? Is that what we're, we, to, is that what we're to take? I don't know. The, I'm going to be honest. The first three parts yeah. were much clearer. I this agree. Part. This part is disorganized. Yeah. He, this is when he should remember things. Right. I knew, though, I had to make it at least to where I could be found. I hoped. I looked out in front of me and saw the road I lived on through the trees. I could hear sounds in the distance. Yes, thank you, God, I thought to myself. Hmm. He's calling himself God, if I'm not mistaken. That, the, the, due to the, the context clues in that sentence? Yeah. Yes. I finally found myself at the road and began a feeble cry for help. More feeble. Also, you don't sound like Ricky Randolph. As help. Help. Okay, there we go. Help, help. <laughs> I was too exhausted, though, and just lay there in the road. My father-in-law was returning from work and found me lying in the road. <laughs> it's all right, I heard him say. Help is on the way. Help. <laughs> so his father-in-law liked him. I guess. Because... I mean, it would have been really easy at that point to go, let me see that rifle that's tied to your waist. (laughs) (laughs) My father-in-law? Possible. Yeah. 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 That was the last I remembered until I saw the lights inside the ER. A doctor stood at my feet. Can you feel this? He said. No. Feel what? I asked. He had been sticking my feet and legs. I was paralyzed. Oh, no. I may have... I think it, your intonation was a little off there. Intonation's not the right word. Your your delivery. The, is the tone not correct? The tone should be a little... I was paralyzed. No, it's up, up, more, more, more. You're I a Dis- was paralyzed. You're in Disneyland. You're on the... Paralyzed, paralyzed. Precipice of a roller coaster. There we go. Go ahead, let it go. Paralyzed. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Very good. All right. We cannot help you here, son, he said. We are sending you by ambulance to a hospital that can handle your injuries. Reasonable. Whether from the pain or medication, I was out like a light. The next afternoon, I awoke to find two doctors standing at the foot of my hospital bed. They introduced themselves as my attending physicians and Um, proceeded to explain to me I must undergo surgery at once. I'm Dr. Balzerag. This is Dr. Sidenstops. We're going to perform your surgery, boy. Very good. The bones in my back that were broken were putting pressure on my spinal nerve, causing paralysis. Then I heard the warning I had heard before. Do not let them perform surgery, or you will never walk again. As you might recall uh, from previous episodes, that warning came from God? Godish? God? We think it's God? Godish. We don't really know where he went. Yeah. Heavenish. Wouldn't it be... A big shock if it turns out Ricky was a terrible person and he was in hell. And Satan told him this just so he would be paralyzed. So his legs would be fucked up forever. Yeah. 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 I understood completely, but I knew they would not. I told them I must see my wife and daughter first. 
My wife arrived with my daughter shortly after the doctor's visit. Hello. I told her what they had said. She advised me that I must realize they were doing what was necessary to help me. Mm. I didn't know how to tell her what I had experienced. I tried to tell her it was my belief that I should not be operated on. Although she disagreed, she honored my wishes. Oh, good. She like sounded a like a good wife. <laughs> she sounded like a real Judas there for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. When the doctors returned and I told them of my decision, they were very upset. I listened to lecture after lecture. Okay, one of them said. If you never want to walk again, that's up to you. Then they left. Snarky doctors. Very snarky. Whew. That night, up. that night, I lay upon my bed and wept sorely. <laughs> wept sorely? It hurts to weep. Was I insane? What was I doing? The hellhounds began to bark. Well, that was foreboding. Holy moly. Still going. I'm a lots of hellhounds. Lot of hellhounds. Hellhounds. All right. I think the hellhounds have passed. All right. That night, I lay upon my bed and wept sorely. Was I insane? What was I doing? A light began to fill my room. You will be well, I heard a voice say. Then it was gone. I composed myself and dozed off to sleep. Days turned into weeks. Weeks turned into months. Months turned into years. Years into decades. Decades into centuries. Centuries into whatever comes after a century. It just kept going and going and going forever. Then one morning I felt a tingling in my feet. I was overcome with joy. I told the nurse I wanted to get up and walk. She stared at me and said, We'll see. (laughs) I knew I was healed without a doubt. The nurse put a call into my doctor, and the next morning he stopped by. So you think you can walk, he said. Yes, I replied. Well, we'll see. (laughs) A few hours later, I was taken down to the physical therapy room. They carried me down and raised me up to a vertical position. The nurse helped me in front of a set of parallel bars. I gripped the bars and placed my feet firmly on the floor. One step. Two steps. My God, he's walking, the nurse said to the nurse who had brought me down. A lot of nurses talking there. The next few days were hard. I took many trips to physical therapy and had numerous x-rays done per my doctor's orders. My wife and family were all amazed, yet I knew. I had been told. The rest had to be true as well. My doctor was more amazed when he found no bones pressing on my spinal nerve. Hmm. I use his quote, This is not normal. It seems a higher power has done for you what we were going to try and correct with surgery. I have never seen anything like this before. End quote. He also wrote out, end quote. I just want to notate. E-N-D? Q-U-O-T-E? Yeah, he, like he wrote end quote. Interesting. Instead of just closing ending the quote. Closing the quotations. Hmm. Since that day, my life has changed. 
and I've been able to help others in ways I never dreamed. Sexually. I wanted to share this with all, as it is what has led me onward in my quest for truth and biscuits. Because I love biscuits. The end? There, There's a quote here from Oliver Goldsmith. Not relevant to the story. I read it. <laughs> That's not relevant. Uh, just, just. This isn't Ricky Randolph. I just want that on the record. It's on the record. Death, when unmasked, shows us a friendly face and is a terror only at a distance. Well, that closes that chapter. End quote. <laughs> End quote. End quote. Wow. How do we feel about this whole Ricky Randolph thing? Man, dude loves some biscuits. Dude, lo- Yeah, well, there's the, obviously that. I can't believe he ended it with that whole thing. But. Yeah, it, was, it came um, up, It all came back around to the biscuits. It's a very scattered story. Yeah. Um, and not the most reliable source of, I was going to say religious information, but I'm going to scratch that and just put information. <laughs> information, information. And I want to know why he had a gun tied to his waist. Is that this a too. common thing? Do people do this? I don't have guns. I don't play with guns. I don't, I've, I've never had a reason to tie a gun to my waist. Would you, I mean, would you ever lash a gun to some other part of your body? I don't think so. I, I don't have a gun. I had a BB gun as a kid. Never tied it to anything. To shoot your eye out? I did not. Oh. Not one time. You defied statistics. And I also barely shot it. Because <laughs> it's kind of boring. Yeah, after a while. I had a BB gun as it's well. It's like, oh, well, yeah, after a there's while. a hole in that aluminum can now. You upgrade to the pellet gun? Nah. No, I never didn't did. enough to do never that. Never did. I had a pellet gun. Yeah, but you grew up in the gun-friendly <clears throat> South. Oh, yeah, I did. I might as well have been neighbors with Ricky Randolph. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in a in a suburb of Kansas City. Yeah. Which is not as gun-friendly. Not as many places to go shoot the guns. No. Yeah. No. So. I mean, I had throwing knives. We had steak knives. <laughs> yeah. And I could have thrown them. <laughs> but you didn't. I didn't do that. I had little little adjustable weights on my throwing knives to uh, even them out. Mm. I used to throw them at trees. Were you good? I was all right. Actually, no, I was terrible. I was pretty good with a hatchet, though. You ever throw a hatchet? No. Why would I have thrown a hatchet? I don't know if we even had a hatchet. I have one now. Yeah. I don't use it. You don't use it at all? You never use your hatchet? No, why would I? No. You don't have anything to hatch? No. No? I don't. I tried using it to remove a bush. Yeah? I got like partway through and then went, I'll just get my chainsaw. (laughs) Did you really? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's categorically the best. Well, we're done with Ricky Randolph. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Do you feel satisfied? Yeah. No. Actually, I don't. I was hoping for more. I was I was hoping there'd be some revelation type material in there. Mm-hmm. Something for all of us. Yeah. What I got from that story is sometimes when you go to heaven, God's like, hey, don't trust doctors. 
that's pretty much the end of it, yeah. It's like nothing really profound came yeah. out of that. He just he received like, a message. The, these doctors are dingleberries. You don't yeah. want to trust them. Yeah. Signed, God, end quote. <laughs> yeah. Guys, you can email us. It's uh, sushijackknife at gmail.com. There are two Ks in jackknife. And four Gs in Gmail. That's not true. I mean, it might be a little it's a sl- true. It's exaggerated. Mm-hmm. And I'm uncomfortable with your level of exaggerations. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, in the world of the Twitter, there's at Badlands Badly, which is Nathan, and at Justin Elcroft, which is me. Yes. There is a at Sushi Jackknife as well, which is more important. Mm-hmm. Nathan also does a wonderful podcast with his wonderful wife called Coupling. You're using wonderful it's wonderful. It's a wonderful show. There is an adequate podcast <laughs> with my surprisingly okay wife. Your surprisingly adequate wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> adequate li- adequate wife. Adequate life. Sushi jackknife. Play us out. Play us out. Come on, Yoko. All right, my ears are bleeding enough now. test this is a test i wonder if that will pick up on on my microphone the keyboard oh yeah. it will it are totally you picking will. it up are you do hearing it again it when I do, do it, it again yeah i'm getting a little bit of that great okay